0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Meravai welcome back to the boat that sometimes it's better to miss. Um, we're continuing in the sugya in Yevamos of Mayim She'inlohem Soif. Uh, we're speaking about the Titanic and the situation where because of the policy of women and children first, and um, most of the survivors then were women, and most of those who perished were men, so there were many women who were left uh, as an aguna, not knowing the whereabouts uh, of their husband. So, we learned the Gemar Nyevamas. The Gemar brought the Psak of the Chachamim, and the conclusion of the Kuf Nkufchaf Aleph Beis was that, um in l'chachil aloi, mayim shein lahem <laughs> soif, the Yevadin lechachilolai. The Gemara said that Um on Dav Kufchaf Aleph Amud Aleph as well. V'lohi loishna in eshta'ama, v'loishna tsurba merabanan. The Yevadin lechachilolai. That the Yevad, if a woman gets married when her husband is lost in endless waters, then the uh, Yevad she could stay married, but lechachilah she is not allowed to remarry. Okay, so. We have to talk about two things. First of all, we mentioned that question. that Toysavis has a question. And Toysavis should be on your sheet in number 32. And Toysavis asks, they, Ravashi said the following. Ravashi made a statement that when do we say, Lelechachila, a woman's not a remarry, when her husband gets lost in Mayim, Shein Lahem Soif, that's a regular person. But if the husband was a Tzor if the husband was a Torah scholar, then why? There's no way the husband emerged from the water. Because if he would have emerged from the water, we would have heard about it. Remember that? That Ravashi's opinion was, the Halacha, that, that's only if the husband was a regular guy. But if the husband was a Tzor B'mir if he was a Torah scholar, then we have another indication he's dead. First of all, most people die in Mayim Shein Lam's. And even if he's from the Mi'ot, I have a question. If he's alive and he emerged, why didn't, why hasn't the rumor spread that he's alive? If it would be a regular person... person? A a, any I mean, that's what it means. Any important person, any person with a good reputation, if people know about it, is who's well known, why didn't we hear about it? So, And the Gemara says no. The Gemara says no. Ultimately, even a Torah scholar, if he... He's lost in maim Shein L'Hem so The woman still can't remarry. So Toisus asks, What do you mean? But most Surah Mirabonon, if they survive, it's going to have a call and people are going to hear about it. So says Toysus, No, we don't worry about that roiv. Just like we don't worry about the roiv of a goises. If you know someone is a goises, you can't testify that they died, even though roiv goisesim die. So too here, even though most Surah Mirabonon if they emerge, we're going to know about it. Nevertheless, you cannot uh, allow the woman to get married. From this Taisvis, the achorinim say that we learn something very important. And that is, even if you have two Rives that say that the person perished, Raiv number one was most people perish in Mayim Shein L'Hem Saif. Yeah. number two is if he would have survived, we would have heard about it. Even in a situation of two wives, still she can't remarry. And this is a very important factor. Because when we're dealing with Mayim um, she'in lahem Saif, what's the halacha? <laughs> she can't remarry, but the evidence, if she marries, she's allowed to stay married. So, question for you Are we dealing with an Isr Dai or Isr what are we dealing with? We have to be dealing only with an Iser D'rabanan, Because if it would be an Iser D'raisa, we would not allow her to stay... Right? We, it would not be that she could stay married. If you're dealing with an Iser D'raisa, there's no way she could stay married. So, Elamai, you're dealing with an Iser D'rabanan. So, you would expect then, if it's only an Iser and a D'Rabonon, then if we could add an additional factor to, to say, you know what? In this case, not only is it reasonable that he died because it's naim shen l'mseif, but we have an additional um, reason to assume he died. Then you should probably be able to be makal, but yet you see from Tosfos that even with an additional rov, you still can't be makal. Okay, so that's going to be a, a very frightening factor that we have to deal with because we see from Tosfos that even with a preponderance of evidence that he's dead, nevertheless she still can't remarry. No, we don't. It's <laughs> b'di'evet. If she does, <laughs> b'di'evet is she didn't know the halacha, and she got married. So we're not gonna we're not gonna force them to part from each other. But, but since they have such a husband, they should say I'm sorry, i am. sorry. That machmir. We're not. We're only machmir lechachila. We're not machmir b'di'evet. Okay, so let's just proceed a little bit. I want to tell you over Rabbi Kiveger's kash on the Gemara. The Gemara. On Kufchaf Aleph Amud so going back to your sheets, number five on the sheets, the Gemara recorded a story that a guy was walking around and he said, "Anyone here from Bey Chassa's house? Chasa drowned." So now this was sort of a, a testimony that Chasa went into Mayim Shein Lahem So Rav Nachman went and Rav Nachman swore, Amar Rav Nachman Ha kvari lachasa, a fish ate chasa. Meaning, Rav Nachman swore that chasa died, and yet the Gemara says, "Was this woman allowed to remarry?" No. no. did he say? He saw the fish. He no, he heard the testimony that he died, and therefore he swore that he died. So, Rav Nachman. How could Rav Nachman do that? Okay, so let's let's analyze what's going on over here. Is this woman allowed to remarry? No, because the the guy fell into mayim she'en soif, and maybe a wave came and took him to the other side of the lake. Maybe maybe he uh, a plank came his way and he, he grabbed onto it. Maybe he went into a, a burrow that the fish made. There are many very remote possibilities that he's still alive. Therefore, she can't remarry. And yet, Rav Nachman swore that he died. So, Frakt Rebbe if Rav Nachman was able to swear that he died, why isn't that enough evidence that she could remarry? So Rav Kiveger on the page quotes the Chuva, the Maimoness. my how could swear this? if um, we say that the woman can't remarry, Ama that means we're Masupic. If we're Masupic, how could he swear? The answer is, Roiv says the guy died. Most people, if they go into Maim Shein Lehem they're not making it through. And since we have a Roiv, Rav Nachman was allowed to swear, because a Roiv is enough evidence to swear. Rav Nachman Shaper Because even to kill someone, we will rely on a Roiv. What's halacha? If we warn a potential murderer, don't shoot. And if you shoot, we're going to give you capital punishment. We're going to kill you, and he shoots. Do we kill him? Yeah. Wait a second. Maybe the person he killed is a trefa, has a mortal wound. And if you kill a trefa, you're not Chaimisa. So why do we kill a murderer? How do we know that the person who he killed is a viable human being? What's the answer to that question? We follow roiv. Whoa! That means through a roiv that's strong enough to take a life. But even though roiv is strong enough to take a life, it's not strong enough to allow a woman to remarry. The choymer of Ashish dish is so much that even though it's enough evidence to swear, and it's enough evidence to take a life, it's not enough evidence to allow a woman to remarry. Even though most die, she still can't remarry. Is this a chash drabanon or a chash In other words, when we tell the woman not to remarry, is it we're worried on a biblical level or we're worried on a rabbinic level? It sounds like it's doyreisa. No? Because if, if it's so random. yes, but one second. Is it doyreisa or We said it has to be because if it was doyreisa. If she got married, um, the halach would be she couldn't stay married if it was a chashdaras. Fine. However, now we continue on in the Titanic. Look in number eleven. Look in number eleven. It's a mishnah in Gitin. Says the halakhic mishnah. Now, right now, if it's only chashdarabanan, maybe with the Titanic we have and lahakel. Why? But since it's only Nisar maybe if we add other factors, we have what to play around with. Again, if you're dealing with an Nisar Dharaisa, you can't, you, you can't play around with it. You, you're not going to be able to find a kula to get you out of Nisar It might be there might be more flexibility. Says, Ah, you're right. You're right. So, toisus already made things very difficult for us. But it's going to be even more difficult if we're dealing with an Nisar But you're right. Toisus good. We're going to have to deal with that taisus. One, I'll, I'll give you a hint right now. One potential way to deal with taisus is as follows. You know why by Tsurba mirabanan or machmir? Maybe, really, I'll tell you when you have two roivs, we'll be makel. So why by Term Rabban we Because that second Royv is you're 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 getting yourself into a very difficult situation. Because what are you gonna carve out an exception? For this guy who dies, her husband the husband could remarry. Right? For this for this guy who died, the wife could remarry. But if he's just a regular guy, she can't remarry. No, the kham don't work that way. They normally say loy plug maybe the reason why if the guys at Surma were not makel, it's not because we're not makel by two raivs. Maybe we are in general makel by two raivs. But by this particular situation, since it's too individualized, we're going to say, since everyone else can't remarry, you can't remarry either. But if we had a uniform across the board second raiv that applied to everybody, maybe then we could be makel. Okay. But here's the problem. We're going to come to the Mishnah in. Should we close the window maybe? We're going to come to the Mishnah Inn. in Gittin. The Mishnah in Gittin says on the Avchav Chesam and Bez, Shloisha Dvarim Amar Rebbe <revealazar> Ben-Perta. Rebbe <Rav Lezure> Ben-Perta said three things. L'fnei Chachamim. <sharp> V'kimu And they, I'm up to number 11. Three things Rebbe Ben-Perta said, and they they followed him. Al-Irashi <sharp> a city surrounded by an army, And a boat, that's storm-tossed. And if someone is being judged for a capital punishment, That they are assumed to be alive. Meaning just because a city is surrounded by an army, or a boat is in a storm, or someone is being judged, they're assumed to be alive but a city that was conquered by an army of bayam or a boat that got lost in the sea, or someone who's being taken out for capital punishment we put on them the stringencies of someone to be al- who's alive and the stringencies of someone who died. So here we have a case a boat is lost at sea, drowned, and we say we give him the choym <laughs> rei that he's suffolk alive, suffolk dead. What does this sound like? 50-50. Dairaisa or drabanon? Sounds like da'iraisa, meaning a guy, if a boat is lost at sea and it drowned at sea, it sounds like 50% he's alive, 50% he died, and it's a Suffolk Deiraisa. And if the woman were to remarry, we would say, Teitse, she has to get divorced. So this Mishnah in Gitin is a stira to the Gemara and The Gemara Vamas says, Ma'yim shein lo'hem Saif le'chad It's only ichshash But if she marries, lo'y And here, the Mishnah says in Gitin that it's, we, we place on her, on him, Chayim re'chayim, And we have to assume that the worst, we have to assume the worst, that he's alive. And uh, she can't marry. And if she marries, L'chaira, she would have to get divorced. So this is the kasha, the rajba. There's a stira, the gemara. And Yavama says, L'chadchila lo'itinaseh. And here we're saying, no, even b'deeved, suffolk alive, suffolk dead. So comes the rajba. And the rajba says, no, you're making a big mistake. Look in the Rajva and the Chubasharaj. This is Shawsa Chubasharajbah that's uh, ascribed to the Ramban. It's uh attributed to the Ramban, but it's really the Chubas of the Rajbah. Um it's attributed to the Ramban. It says the Rajva Lufika Nitzakh Laharakimcha. I need to be lengthy here. Ulavarucha Royv Inyanim. Uhhedeshin is bone in echnasiv, the echtarch lahkar. Imra Shetava Mamish Vishakadeshate Navshai. The Loyra Uhu. Aishama Rasvina Mutarafas Bayam. The Chizvali Shavar. Aisha Rasha Nizbra Svina Belovyam. Says the Rajba, you got to get your facts straight. What happened? Did you see the guy drown? Or did you just see the boat go under? In other words, like this. It says the Raja's is a big difference between seeing a guy fall into Mayim Shein Lohem or seeing a boat sink. In the Gemara and we're talking about you saw someone fall into Mayim Shein Lohem If you see a person fall into Mayim Shein lahem you could assume he died. It's only a Bonan that she can't remarry. But if you see the boat sink, then... Even on a deraisa level, you don't know that he died. Maybe he held onto a plank. Maybe he went on a lifeboat. Maybe he grabbed onto something. In other words, there's a fundamental difference between seeing somebody drowning themselves and seeing a boat drown. If the Gemara, the Sugya and of seeing a person, uh, the, the Sugya and Yavamis of Mayim life is talking about a guy in Mayim Shein life. The Sugya and Gitin, the Mishnah and Gitin, that we give him, Chaim Re'chaim and Chaim Re that's talking about not a person falling into Mayim Shein Lamsoif, it's talking about the boat. Most people group and lump all of this together as drowning. And they're not careful whether the boat broke in a faraway place, that people think people think whoever fell off cannot be saved. Or if you see somebody drowning and the water covering him. There's a very big difference between this and that. And if you ask me, says the Rajbah, because even if you testify that someone drowned and fell under the water, the amount of time that it should take to die, and you didn't see him go up, nevertheless the woman can't marry. Look in the words of the Rajbah, about two-thirds of the way down. The first word on the line is, Da If you testify that someone drowned. And you waited, there are even though she can't get remarried. But she she's not divorced. However, a few lines down. If all you see is a boat going down, enoy Klum, that's nothing. Hate say and if she gets married she has to get divorced. Kishama Nitsal Agabe Maybe she was saved on a piece of wood, a kaira or a beam, Kidaksha Nitsailam Harbey Palmim. Uvisfina Muturavas Bayam in the Mishnah and Gitin about a boat that is storm tossed in the sea, that is not even a suffigh. But Bra I Bhai said, the way the Rajvah answers the stira, that there's a difference between a boat sinking and a guy sinking the Titanic is going to be a very difficult problem because it's very unlikely that anybody saw a person drowning in the ocean. At most, you could testify, I know the guy was on the ship and the the ship went down. But if that's the only thing you could testify to then you have to give him the Chaym chayim, and it would be not a suffik D'Rabon on L'charchila If it would only be L'charchila so we'll throw another Haterim that no one survived and the water was cold, we'll come up with other Haterim. But if all you could testify is that the boat went down, now we're dealing with the suffik dairaisa. you're not going to, you're not going to be able to wiggle out of this. That's how the Rajwa differentiates between yivamis, where it's L'charchila and Gittin, where it's a suffix Dairaisa. If you look in the Rambam, in the Parish Hamishnais on Gittin, the Rambam gives an answer to differentiate between Yivamis and, and Gittin. That might give us some more flexibility. The Rambam says, look on the second line, Sfinu of the Bayam. You know what the case of Sfinu of the Bayam? The Raju said the boat went down. No, Shanishbara Kalem the vessels broke, the oars broke, the sails broke, the shala, Shaallah, Vennevarail. And Venishrah, amayim, and all you're left with is the boat, your, the boat itself. You know when it's a suffolk, derrais if he's alive or not? You know what it means? Svino Shaavda, the oars bo- bro- broke, the anchor broke. The sails broke, the mast of the ship broke, but the ship is intact. So why is that's when it's a suffix diraisa. When is it a suffix dirabanon? When, when the ship sinks. But why is that called the Swinish of the. Because accessi- if the, if the accessories broke. Because in the world of the Rambam, if the ship itself broke, that's analogous to the guy drowning. So. Uh, but v'nishra hasfina pney Now the boat remains on the face of the land. Haga and now we have no ugin or Mishoytos. and now we have to assume the guy uh, might have died suffek. But if the boat drowned, that's mayim shein l'hem That's only lecharchila. So according to the Rambam, the Titanic would be, it wouldn't be svinasha of the bayam. That would be like seeing a guy drowning and it would only be a chashash So basically, you have a machloikes, Rajva. two. you have two gemaras. In Yevamus, we say, don't marry lecherchila. In Gittin, we say, don't marry even Bediyeved. So how do you reconcile it? The Rajva says, the Yavamas is talking about the guy, Gittin is talking about the boat, when the boat drowns, it's a suffolk like that writes and maybe the guy is alive. So according to the Rajva, we're in hot water. But according to the Rambam, the way to reconcile Yavamis and Gittin is, Yavamis is talking about drowning, be it the guy, be it the boat. And Gittin is talking about the oars breaking, that's the Dairaisa. Now what would the Titanic be? Titanic went down. Remember we learned there's so much water in the front of the boat that ultimately the whole thing sunk. It took them 70 years to find any uh, so relics. So according to the Rambam, you're only dealing with the Drabonon, so it's much, there's more room to work with. By the way, Rav Betzalel Ashkenazi, who was the author of the Shita Mikubatzas, and was a... Rav Bezalel Ashkenazi was a contemporary of the Arizal, and possibly even a Rebbe of the Arizal. Rav Betzalel Ashkenazi quotes the Rajbah, but then he says on one, two, three, four, five, six 2, line, he says, even though the Rajvah says um, that it's only a Sufik to if you're made, that he was Tava Mamish. But we find the Rambam. He quotes the Rambam. And then one, two, three, four, five, six, six lines from the end. hasfina then, only if the boat remain intact, Then it's a Sufik to Raysen. No Chayim. Because it's possible the water or the wind brought him to the dry land. But if you test by that, it broke. Or it drowned. Then, so we assume he died. And so the Ravitzah Ashkenazi therefore says, Since the Ramam is Meikal, not only if the guy drowns, but even if the boat sinks, we Paschal like the Ramam, we go like the greatest Rishon, and therefore, Lamaisa, if a boat sinks, L'Chadkhila, she can't get married, but if she did, the evidence okay. Comes the Radvaz, the Radvaz was the Rabbi of the Arizal, and he disagrees, and he says, the Rambam does not argue on the Rajvah. Do you know why the Rambam said the case of Sfina of the Bayam, is a case where just the oars were destroyed, but the boat is intact? Not because if the boat sank, that would be... We would assume that he's dead, it's only Khashash No, the raman would agree to the Rajbah that even if the boat sank, we put on him the Choymeri Chaim and the Choymeri Mesim. The Rahman would agree to the Rajbah that the only time... B'diyevah, B- B- they could stay married as if the guy sank. But if the boat sank, then even B'diyevah, they can't stay married. So why did the Rambam only say the case is that the oars broke? The Rambam should have said an even bigger chidosh, that even if the boat broke, then we give him the chaymras of being alive. The answer is, the Rambam is saying the chidosh the other way. That even in a case where the boat is intact and only the oars broke we also put on him the Chaym mesim because it's a suffix both ways. In other words, the Ramam would agree to the Rajvah that if the boat sinks, still Medaray, so you have to assume the guy is alive and Bidi Eved, she would have to get divorced. So then, why didn't the Ramam say a bigger Chiddush that even if the boat sinks, we give you the Chaym because the Ramam is saying a Chiddush the other way that even if the boat did not sink and you only lost the oars, we're machmer on you that we also give you the chaim rei sure. But the Rambam didn't mean that if the boat sinks, we don't um, we don't give you the chaim rei If the boat sinks, if the boat sinks, then uh, we still have to assume that you're, you're dead. In other words, the Rashba says if the boat sinks. We place on you Medaraisa, uh, the that, um that you're alive. How do you come to know that the boat only lost its oars and in its mass? You see people uh, saw that. People really? saw if there were people there to see it, why didn't they rescue the people in the boat? If the boat sinks, there's nothing you can do. I don't know, it's kasha and maisa, you know, they didn't they don't know how to swim, they were too far. <laughs> look in the look in the Radvaz. The says I don't agree to make up a machlekes. We don't find explicitly that the Ramam would say that if you see the boat sinking... Right, we were trying to say that if you see, that the Raman would say if you see the boat sinking, it's only a Shash The Rajbah says if the boat sinks, we put on you the Chom chayim. We were trying to say, the Rebbe Tzal Ashkenazi was trying to say, um, if the boat sinks, we don't put on you the chamei chayim But the Radva says, it's very hard for me to believe that the Ramam would argue on the Raja, because the Ramam argues on the Raj, but he should have said explicitly, that if the boat sinks, then uh, we don't put on you the chamei chayim. The Ramam should have said clearly, when do we put on you the Chaym That's only if the oars are lost. But if the boat sinks, then we don't put on you the Chaym So therefore, says the Radvaz, in my opinion, whether you testify the boat broke or just the oars broke, it's still a Suffolk dairaisa. Aye, why does the ramam say the boat remained on the water? Not to be medaik that if the boat did not... It's not a suffik da It's a chiddush the other way that even where the boat is intact, and the only thing that was lost were the oars, we put on you the re mesim, and you're not b'cheskas chayim. Therefore, in my opinion, the Rambam and the Rajva both agree that if the boat sinks, it's a suffik da So the question is, who do we pass like? Do we pass like the rajba that we're machmir da Do we pass like the Rambam? Which Rambam? Rabbi Tal Ashkenazi says the Ramam is Mekal. The Radvaz says the Ramam is Machmer. Bottom line is, Ramah Paskins, like the Rajbah. <laughs> that if all you see is the boat sink, Midai Raisa, she's, uh, the husband's assumed to be alive. Which makes the Titanic a very, very. Uh, so uh, married, and Bidi no, it's not okay. Bidi if she got married, since. Since you didn't see anyone drown, you just saw the boat go under. Where Machmer, like the Rajvah, the Sovek, the looking look in the Ramah, The Ramah says, "Yeah." Look on the third line. The Ramah, and Eben O'Zar, Siman Yitzayin, Sevkat Alama Dalid. The Kol Zedafka B'Mishahidu Love Shatavamamish. This is all if you testified that um, they drowned. Emaim Mayim L'Hem Seif, Avamishahidu Love But if all you testified was that he was on a boat, Shanizbara? Or even if he drowned, but you didn't see and wait there long enough for him to, the amount of time versions to die? Tete say, She has to get divorced. To get. Yeah. And who says this? He quotes Ramdan and Simon Kuf Chas. And even if somebody just testified in general, I saw someone drown... That could be referring to, I saw the boat go under. Because people confuse drowning and the boat going under. (laughs) We're worried, maybe this type of thing is called drowning. People in general refer to this as drowning. In other words, if someone comes into court and says, I saw a Pliny drown... And she gets married, she has to get divorced because drowning might only be the boat going under. He has to testify explicitly I saw him go under and waited long enough that there's no way he could have survived that. Because otherwise, if you just testify in the boat, the Rama is passing like the Rajba, that unless you testify that the person actually drowned, she would have to get divorced. So this makes the Titanic case very, very serious. Because unlikely, look, if you have Edim that say, we saw them go under, then even l'charchilo <laughs> say. I mean, if you test, somebody testifies, I saw someone go under, and I was waiting there, and they didn't surface, even they <laughs> she can't get married. But then at least it's only a drabana. But in the case of the Titanic, where at most they could testify that what? That the boat went under. It's going to be a, an issue with the dairaisa. And therefore, we have a tshuva here from the Marami Rotenberg about a bachor that went on a boat with three arelim, with three goyim, and he drowned with the goyim. And one Jew and other goyim heard him cry, And then they found the boat bottom up, and they found the guy, you know, the Bakr's watch drowned, but they could never find the, the, the guy. And where he drowned, there were rocks and a rocky terrain, and it was icy. And um, the kroivim of the woman say, we have Eidos, that he died. Um, And people say that the, the fishermen went out, and they searched for him with nets, and it's impossible that anyone who drowned there could come out. And says in my Rami Rottenberg, you know, I'm very mistook about this case because uh, we're, we're very Mako by Edith Isha. And uh, on the other hand, we're Machmir by Maim Shein laham Soif because it could be a wave took him from one side to the other. But, you know, in this case, there were rocks there and uh, stones and it was, it was uh, pieces of icebergs. So I don't know what to do. I guess Bakr doesn't mean uh, as as we refer, maybe a young man, but it, it sounded like he had, you know, he was married. And he says like this. It says Lukhar, there's a sex faker here. It says the Marami Rutenberg, the Gemara says, Mayim Shain Lahem Saif that she can't remarry, there are rocks, there are no rocks, there is icebergs, there are no icebergs. Chazal, are machmer, and they say she can't remarry. Or we could follow the words of our rabbis that say, And many Chacham have tried to find the Heter and they were not successful. And especially in this case that we're talking about, where it's not a case of because the guy didn't fall into the water. It's the boat that fell. So you're not only dealing with the uh, Savik D'Rabon, De you're dealing with the Savik raisa. It would seem to be a very, very difficult uh, Matzav. And um, what we're going to get into next time is... Let's, um, the newspapers got a hold of the situation. and This was a very uh, um, a sensational story. And the Jewish newspapers sort of put out to the rabbis, you know, rabbis, you've got to get your act together. These women are going to be stuck without, uh, without a husband. And the newspapers were like, egging on the, the Rabbanon, first of all, do you really think these women are going to listen to you and not remarry forever? It's an uh, untenable situation. You have to realize maybe they're not going to listen to you. So you might as well find a heter so that they can marry rightfully because they're going to get married and not Plus, you're not dealing with you know if a woman had uh, was sixty years old, seventy years old, and she already had a family, it's one thing. You're dealing with young girls, twenty years old, twenty five years old. they never had a family yet, and they're just starting out in life. These are additional factors why the um, the rabbanan need to be makel. And the newspapers were sort of like, like sticking it to the rabbanan, and they were telling the rabbanan, you know, and don't delay. Because if you don't give a fast sock, these women are going to get married to Isser. So, but on the other hand, we see that this is a very difficult situation because according to the Rajbah, this is not Mayim Shein lahem Saif. This is worse. That's, this is the mission of Gittin of of Shaavda Bayam. We are not only Loytinase, but in this day's Tate Okay, well, to be continued, Bez Hashem, Tuesday, Bez Hashem. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.